Hi, I'm Miles. And I'm Marika. And this is I Don't Know What I'm Doing. Because we don't. Hey guys, hi. Hey. <laughs> Back again. Back. As you guys know, the video start with our fails. Mm-hmm. My fail happened on Friday. So I took the day off of work because we had our holiday party on Thursday and I was like, last year I didn't take the day off of work. Yeah. But like, why wouldn't I if I could, right? Right. So I took the day off and I bought this rug like a week ago that I hated. So I was, I had to return it. Right. And it was 38 pounds. So I carried the, it was like carpet, it's like kind of carpet squares you connect. Yeah. So I carried the box, like Mostly actually on my head huh. and walked to the post office, which was like a mile away. Oh, okay. That's so not it was like. Seemed too bad. It was a process. I mean, I like kept switching Just what I Just think about those did. women in like third world countries. I did. I was like, I'm going to be like an African woman, but like she has like a pot that's vertical. I have like a horizontal pizza box. Still, it's still difficult for them when they would do it. Like, for that's her full time job to bring water to their house. Anyways. Well, I wish I could hire her. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I had to do it. So I went to the post office and the woman was such a bitch at the register. Like I could tell, it's one of those things where you can tell a stranger thinks that you're an idiot. Oh, I hate that. You know what I mean? Yes. They think that everyone's an idiot, especially you. Yes. And I was like, oh God. So I like went up to the desk and she's like, this is not taped correctly and this is not secure. (laughs) And I waited like 10 seconds and just stared at her and I was like, is there a tape available for purchase? She's like, right there. <laughs> and where's your address? And I was like, okay, where's the return address? So I like tape it up. I, the return address was on the label already. So I just peeled off the mm-hmm. shipping label, moved it, and then put it back in front of her. And she's like, where's the return address? And I was like, it's right there. She's like, where? I'm like, I'm Miles Johnson. That's my, that's my address. She's like, it needs to be in the top left corner. <laughs> I was like, you like you. I hate, you're Fuck so you. mean to me right now. So I like wrote that. Finally, you sent it. It was fifty dollars because it's thirty eight pounds. Yeah, it was like forty seven dollars something, and I shipped it to Georgia. Mm. And she didn't even say thank you at the end. Like she gave me the receipt, and I was like, thank you, and she just didn't say anything. Ah, uh, what a bitch! Such, I was like, this is horrible. Do you ever want service. to go back and be like, you know, just because your life is miserable? <laughs> Don't put that shit on me. I thought about all the shit I could say. Like, I thought I could have, like, turned around after him and been like, good luck with her, everybody. But I was like, that's not going to help anybody. <laughs> Wait. But it would, like, oh, if someone said that to me while I was waiting in line, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, at least I'm emotionally prepared for this interaction that I'm about to it's, have. It's not, it doesn't, it's not, I'm not going to, like, get anything out of, like, stabbing her with saying some shit. I was like, mm. I'll just leave because she's clearly miserable Oh, you should have been, like... I hope you have a better day or something like that's like mm, a compliment but mm, really mm, not mm, and you're like yeah yeah something like southern. of course I think about all these great things to say after the mo- moment has happened like that always happens to I me. thought about it in the moment I was like I could say something at the end of this transaction I'm, I'm too cowardly to say it though. I just wanted to get away from her I was like this is so negative and oh yeah also that so. but for me, like, I just don't do it because I'm too much of a coward and I, or I want to be nice. I'm like, oh, they're just, 
having a shitty life and <laughs> like it has nothing to do with me. I'm it's not just gonna a take shitty it. life for them. <laughs> like it has nothing to do with me at all. Like they're just taking it out on me. Like yeah. Yeah, it had nothing to do with me. Except I didn't yeah. secure my box properly, but Oh, okay. It came a little unsecured while I was carrying it for a mile. Like Yeah. Like what is whatever. Maybe I used Scotch tape. But whatever. <laughs> okay. So I sent a risque video of myself mm-hmm. to a certain person, thinking that there was gonna be like this big reaction. And it wasn't and this video is just me touching myself. For 10 minutes. Naked. 10 minutes? 10 seconds. 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Naked, clothes. Clothes. Okay. On the couch. Scantily clad. I had sweats. Like, it wasn't anything. So, it was actually a part of a longer video, hoping that I would get a big reaction, and then they'll be, like, asking for more, and then I would have more. Oh. Um, I want you to be like, it's actually part of a mini-series I'm doing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, sent this video the next morning, ask, and they, like, well, before I sent it, I asked them if they were up, and they said yes, and, like, whatever. And they were just having a bad morning, and I'm, like, okay, well, I made a video, and, like, oh, okay, like, they were excited, and then I sent it, and then, for the rest of the day, didn't get a text back. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, uh-huh. Great! <laughs> I was so mad. As 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 a day gets later and later, I'm so mad. And I'm like, okay, well, they're at work. They're busy. They're going to text me at their lunch. They were having a bad morning. They were driving, rushing to work. They were running late. They'll, they're going to text me at lunch. Right. Did they? No. Did not do it. Like, great! Is it because they weren't going to watch it until, like, after work? Well, I told them to watch it. I want them to watch it before work. Mm-hmm. So then they can think about it while they're at work. And my, oh my god, Ruby, you're all about like building this like fantasy and like <laughs> Thanks for to porn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um yeah, so I'm like, uh-huh. And then I go to my lunch, no text. I'm like, mm-hmm. Day gets later and later, and I was like, it's like the end of the day, it's like five, six. I'm like, still no fucking text. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's happening here? Like, this is what happens to me all the time. I put myself out there and then Oh, they're like, oh, we have her now. Oh. Yeah. Like, now we can just do whatever we want because we have her, and now we're going to be indifferent and blah, blah, blah. Like, fuck you. (laughs) There's no respect. Yeah. No, there's no respect of, like, hey, like, you were, like, pawing at me before, and now, since I'm into you, like, you're just going to be like, um, my job here is done. (laughs) Great. Awesome. So, you know, I'm stewing about this, whatever, and... I'm on my way home. I'm like getting gas. I'm like, and I'm thinking like, okay, I'm not going to send a text to him because you know, this is making me super pissed. Um, I don't want to have any interaction with him ever again. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. Am I going to bring it up later in cave when he like, when they eventually text me or want to like, yes. So I was like, wow, what am I going to say? I don't want to sound too bitchy or whatever. So I said, like, so, did you not get the video or what? And he's like, I texted you telling you I liked it. And then he's like, didn't I? <laughs> and I'm like... Is that a lie? Nope. It's like, he, he didn't send it. And well, he never... He never replied. He's just lying. Or he thought he did or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, I'm so sorry... I was watching it while I was driving this morning. Wait, I'm watching it while he was driving? Mm-hmm. Which I, I, 
What if I, he died? Uh, well, and they found that happy. video, and then what if you were like on trial? For his, like, was that a well, wonder? I mean, you, you. My face is on the video, so okay. It might be hard to the identify. The police are like, we recognize Marika Witt's body anywhere. We recognize <laughs> that mole on her right arm with the hair tie. <laughs> yes. Um, and then I just give a thumbs up emoji because I'm like, cool. Not pissed. Yeah. I'm, were you still pissed though? Oh, I'm still pissed. Yeah. Of course. And he knows. And I'm like, he's like, I really am sorry. It was pretty hot. Uh-huh. Like, I'm so mad about it because, like, your reaction was not like the other reactions when I, like, sent a sexy picture of myself. You know? Are you trying to get validation from it? Yeah. Okay. Lately, that's what I'm craving right now is validation. Yeah. So, my fail is, like, basically probably overreacting or something. Or getting... Not sending a good enough video. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that. Not sending a good enough video. You should make it super, like, freaky and weird next time. It should be like, is she eating that dead animal? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's my fail. Um, but you guys, we have a guest today. It's been a little while. Yay! We were co-workers. Now we're not... Mm-hmm. It's all good. It's all good. Um, this is James. Yay! Yay! I'm here. Yay! James is really hot, you guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll believe that. You can't see me. Uh, it's your James. James could, James could look like anything. But um, he sounds hot, guys. And he is. So. Aw, that's so nice. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, and this episode is called I Don't Know God. Yes. So yeah, we, we wanted James on because I know a little bit about his past, but I feel like there's like a lot of religion stuff and his story mm-hmm. I feel like is really interesting, so we're just gonna have him like go through that. Right. Mm-hmm. For y'all. Great. Yeah. yeah. So I uh, I live in Chicago now, but I grew up in a very conservative family in southern Missouri. We went to a Baptist church like three times a week. And like my parents were really involved, and so like from the moment I was born. Like, I had no choice but to be, like, quote-unquote religious. Mm-hmm. And and it was just kind of, like, almost like you adopted, like, an ethnicity, almost. Like, you're just oh a Baptist person, you know? Like, that was who I was. That was my identity. And so, like, as I was growing up, I um, also started to feel a little different, you know, like, as I was kind of getting older and starting to notice... Um, boys instead of girls and I didn't really know where to put that but I did know I had like the wherewithal to know that what I felt was kind of against what we were being taught at, in the church yeah and so I was like pushing all of that down and I was like trying to be a good did the Christian church like kid. explicitly I don't know a lot about Baptist stuff was it explicitly like talk about anti-gay stuff so like in southern Missouri like the whole the, the gay agenda wasn't really on anyone's radar but they certainly like preached against homosexuality, oh, really? same-sex attractions, and you know, like uh, acting out on those things, and um, so on. So yeah, so I had I had kind of had that to deal with, and then um, when I was eleven, my sister, my older sister, was diagnosed with a brain tumor, oh my God. and which was like a real shock to our family because we, you know, really just kind of had the perfect little family, and mm-hmm. um, my uh, I had a younger brother and a younger sister. There were four of us kids, and um, yeah, life was really good, you know, aside from the, su- you know, suppressing of my gayness at a yeah. young age, um, everything else was great. And then she got sick and um, suddenly like our lives became all about um, praying really hard for her to get better and 
it was like the biggest test of our faith to that point. Mm-hmm. And, and then she died. And as like a, you know, I was, I was almost 13 when she passed away and my like prepubescent brain kind of analyzed all of that as if God just didn't care about us. Mm-hmm. And this God that we had spent so much time like worshiping and we were always at church. And like, I felt like my parents were constantly doing things you know, in the church and for God. And he had just kind of left us high and dry and, and taken my sister. Did you feel like, oh, I'm gay. It like killed like my sister or like, because like God didn't like stop us from having, because I am gay. Like, did right. you blame yourself at all? You know, like- I, I didn't. Um, I, I kind of kept those two things siloed. <clears throat> um, but for me, it was just another example of how you can like pray so hard for something to happen. And then it just doesn't. And yeah. yet we're still expected to continue to have faith yeah. in a God who just, you know, doesn't answer those big prayers in our lives. And I remember as a kid, like, you know, I was maybe like nine, ten years old and yeah. I would pray for God to take these weird feelings away from me. And I remember a, a lot of times I would, it was the same prayer. I would close my eyes really tight and I would say, okay, God, when I open my eyes, I'm going to feel normal. Oh and and God. then I would like pray and pray and pray and then I would open my eyes and it was like oh god no it's still there you know yeah. um so that was tough uh so anyway so yeah so I lost my sister and then um my family just kind of went through a few years of um just like confusion and we still were in church all the time and um but we all kind of went off and processed it on our own um uh, we didn't like no one brought us together and said, you know, let's talk about it. We didn't go to therapy or anything oh. like that. Yeah. That Even thing? like your pastor at your church or. Yeah, no. Um, we like, we had a series of like pretty awful pastors at my church. Mm. Oh. Um, they would be there for like a year or two year and a half. And then something would happen usually bad and they would leave. Um, like bad. Ha- like plagiarism. Uh, not like plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does that, does that happen? My pastor from my church when I was in college got fired for plagiarism. Shut up! Wait, he from plagiarized like, the sermons from another person. Yeah, and they were like, "Okay, you plagiarized. Take six weeks off. Come back. We'll be good." And he took like six days off, and then came back to church, and then plagiarized <laughs> again. And they were like, <laughs> "The okay. Sunday sermon was like Martin Luther King speeches." Right, yeah. right. There are all kinds of things happening in the church, and you know, I'm trying to remember the reasons that some of these pastors left. A lot of them were just because. This little church I grew up in was just full of contentious, like, awful people. And they would would get tired of someone, you know, the pastor, and then they would just, like, form a coup and vote him out. And then, like, another, like, sad, sat pastor would bring his family to our small town and then try to make the church a good place, and then it just never worked. So we didn't have a ton of support. Yeah, like, so my, my idea about... Church is very different than my ideas about God. Mm-hmm. Um, I think most churches and religions have done a really terrible job of representing the God mm-hmm. that they worship. Um, it, I think they've been really detrimental, actually, to that. But so anyway, fast forward. I uh, you know kept going to church. I, I was really involved in my youth group in high school and went on to college. And I was still like suppressing my homosexuality to the point that I actually um, after. Um, I graduated college, I was supposed to go to medical school, and instead I spent a year in seminary, and then I, I started working at a church, and all, I think, in retrospect, because I wanted so badly to, like, figure out what my faith really was, and I, mm-hmm. like, I, I was still trying to please this God that I was, like, 
had spent my whole life trying to get yeah. his or her attention. Um, yeah, and then I got married to a woman. The the, the cherry on top of the oh, Sunday was that. Okay, this yeah. is gonna be like a not very important question. How hot was she? Because I feel like you're she a very is, good looking person. She is gorgeous. Like she was out of my league. What? And <laughs> I was in my head. I was like, is that possible? Is that is even it, possible? Is she it? is beautiful. Yeah, she's what? she's hot. She's a hottie. She was a, a trainer, like she was a personal oh, trainer. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. But she she is also like the sweetest. It as crappy as the whole thing was that like mm-hmm. we got married and, and like it all kind of fell apart. Yeah. She for that entire time was my best friend. And <gasps> and like she understood oh what I was going through and she also um, you know, kind of came up in the church and when you're when you grow up in that culture, you you buy into the to the notion that if I pray hard enough or try hard enough that I can make anything happen. Yeah. And, yeah. And that includes being gay and then becoming straight. Yeah. There's, there's a whole industry built on that. Did you? Oh, uh, we that just idea. Saw, well, we just. <laughs> I was like, we just saw the movie, but Marika slept through, slept through the movie. But very terrible. Wait, what movie? Boy erased. Oh, oh God, yeah. That I'm reading the book right now, and that is my life. Mm. Like so many things in his story, I can relate to. I thought you could pray it away too. I mean, not that our church like pushed that. Our church never talked about homosexuality, but I was like, God can do anything, so make me straight, like in high school. But <laughs> yeah, okay. So then I'm, I'm promise I'm almost done with this. Part. No, um, no, continue. So, much be, so yeah, we were be we more were married, and then I was working at a church, and uh, I got really overwhelmed by everything in like our first year of marriage. We uh-huh. we had bought a house. Um, I had a meltdown on our honeymoon. Like it was, it was, a, there was a what? lot of like bad stuff. Yeah. Mm. And it was all because like, you know, and it's so inevitable. Anytime you're, you're like living a lie, which I was mm-hmm. like, and you, you just keep like turning the heat up on yourself and it just gets bigger and bigger until you eventually just reach a point where you can't maintain it anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. The stakes just keep getting higher. Yeah. Yeah. For and, sure. And I had, well, especially yeah. married. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, and then you're like, okay, like I'm married, and now like you have to have sex and like mm-hmm. have a family and. Totally, and I I remember thinking to myself like, this is going to be the rest of my life. I didn't even think about the family thing until you said that. That the oh. family could have yeah. happened. Well, when I was with my wife, I was completely like faithful. I I was still suppressing yeah. a lot of my feelings, and um, I eventually we moved to the Chicago suburbs because because I got a job at this giant church. I was on staff at that church for uh, four and a half years. Oh my gosh! Um, with my with my uh, wife at the time, she um, got a job at the church as well. Like not long after I did. Mm-hmm. So we moved from Southern Indiana, where I'd been working, um, to God, Chicago. Southern Indiana. I know. Oh, man. <laughs> that, that's maybe the most depressing thing that's ever happened to me, <laughs> was living at, on the Ohio River. At that church, were they, like, supportive of gay culture, of gays, or no? No. Oh, no. 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 So what happened, mm-hmm. actually, when, when I took the job, I was the, uh, my job was, like, the creative arts person for the children's ministry. So, um, the church had four campuses and so I would, um, write music. Like I have, that's kind of embarrassing, but I have these like five albums of kids music. They're just like floating out there. It's all really cheesy. Um, like kids worship songs. That's cute. Do you just compose them? Yeah, I wrote them. Yeah. And then they would send me to Nashville like once a year, um, with my songwriting partner. We would just record 
Really? Talked. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Holy shit. Oh, um, that's so cute. Yeah, and so like I wrote curriculum for them. I um, I did a lot of teaching, so I taught kids, which was always, you know, like looking back, I can see the, um, not, not hypocrisy, but I yeah. was saying a lot of things to those kids that I had abandoned at, at their age. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of beliefs about... Um, Things that I I so badly wanted them to believe, yeah. yeah. But I could not find it within myself to believe, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and so there I was again, kind of living a different sort of lie, yeah. And, and so then finally, my my uh, ex wife and I, we had been going to counseling, we'd been doing all these things, and we finally decided that it was time to to let each other go. And so uh. we had been told that if we did that, that I would be fired <gasps> from the church. And so interesting. So I was I was let go. And, you know, we, we went our separate ways. And then I, then I kind of came out. Yeah. Oh, okay. I came out publicly to all of the staff at the church. Um, and it was a really, uh, it was actually, it was really great because I got a lot of support that I didn't expect. Oh, oh wow. Yay. Like, quiet, quietly. Like, uh, people yeah. would, like, send me texts and, like, messages on Facebook and be like, that was so brave. I 100% support you. I love you no matter what. Things that nobody said to me when I was there. Yeah. Oh. Um, mostly what I heard when I was there was, uh, you need to you need to go to another counselor or read this book because it's like by some lesbian who swears that she's straight now. <laughs> so, so she's like proof that doubt it can it. happen. Right. Which I highly doubt. Um, she probably still drives a Subaru. Um, uh, yeah. But mm-hmm. so yeah, so then that was, a you know, five years ago. And now I'm... Like, I, I have a really good life as an out gay man. Um, I work at a place that's very supportive. And then as far as, like, my faith goes, it's just become something that I've almost completely detached from, like, a structured church mm-hmm. environment. So mm-hmm. I don't call myself particularly religious, mm-hmm. um, but I still have probably the strongest relationship that I've ever had with God because there's no pretense. Like, I don't have to do it because I'm getting a paycheck Right. I don't have to do it because my mom and dad yeah. expect me to do it. It's just like this is I'm an adult now and it's organic. Can make these choices for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um that's my story. Did, okay, so And we're done. No I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> was your wife the first one like was she like the first one to know? Yeah. She was the first one that I came out to. In like therapy or like when when the divorce like finalized or No, no. Uh so I came out to her um about two days after we got home from our, our honeymoon. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <clears throat> we went to Mexico. It was beautiful. I like, I had kind of built this dream honeymoon mm-hmm. that was going to like, just be magical, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, cause I just had these expectations and then it just didn't happen. And we cried a lot. And so we came home, uh, to southern Indiana, oh, and my God. <laughs> we had, and we had to sign on a house like oh, okay. the next Ew. day. Wait, was your house like seventeen dollars because it was southern Indiana? It was eighteen dollars. Okay, wow. <laughs> we paid yeah. a lot. So yeah, we signed on our house. We cried during the signing. Oh my God! Uh, and yeah, it was it was just it was bad. And so then we we drove to meet the pastor who had like officiated officiated our our wedding, mm-hmm. who used to be my boss at the church. Um, and so we told him that we were just having a hard time. And, and I still was like holding on, like white knuckling, 
the secret of mine. Because I, I had, like, built it up my entire life as, like, the yeah. most detriment. Like, if I told somebody, like, my life was over. Yeah. You know, that's, that's how, how I felt. felt. That's how I yeah. felt, too. God, that's so awful. But then, like, thinking about it, I'm like, no, it's... I wish I could tell both of you, like, no, it's not. Like, what would be over? Like, what would be over? Earthing. <laughs> Earthing, girl. Earthing gonna be over. I think you just build up this expectation that all the people in your life that love you, love you For this because of who they you think have. you are. Yeah. yeah. And if they know yeah. the truth about you, that that's going to make them turn their backs on you. And I was, I was terrified of that. Yeah. Um, and, and it was also the only world I had ever really known, you know, like I didn't, I didn't perceive a reality outside of the church. Oh yeah, that's um, true. And so, uh, so we told, we talked to him and then we were making like the hour and a half drive home and, I uh, just started bawling. I, I was driving the car and I turned, actually I pulled over um, and I just turned and looked at her and the only thing she said was, I I know. <gasps> what? And oh my God! I got out of the car. I All I remember is like walking around the back of the car and I just like sat in the gravel and I was sobbing. I was crying harder than I've ever cried. She came over and like, put her arm around me. She was like, it's okay. It's, you know, it's going to be okay. And then, and then we just spent the next seven years trying to make it okay. Mm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. What did I, uh, did I get to present? Am I? uh, Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. Wait, are you? Now you have a hot boyfriend. For her, like three. (laughs) But you have a hot boyfriend. I I have a, I have a very, uh, muy caliente boyfriend. Um, he's half Spanish. Is he out of your league also? No. <laughs> That's oh, the right girl. answer. He's he's in my league. We're in the same league. I, I don't know Wait, what that means. Wait, let's see a picture. Oh boy! Wow, this is the most show and tell we've ever. Like, it's a lot of you've never made a guest do and show us anything. <laughs> because we're like, I don't care about I don't care about Kevin, Amanda, Jamie, whoever Sorry. the fuck was on our show. Guys, this is the hottest guest we've ever had. So like, this that's him. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Josh. Yeah. Oh my God. This was actually the picture that this has been his Facebook picture forever. Mm-hmm. And I sent him a message on Facebook. You did, because of this picture. You slid into his DMs. I slid into oh, his God, DMs. God, that never fucking yeah. works for me. I've tried so many times and guys are like, don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> never contact me again. Um, God, topic is hard. So Marika, so, you're yeah. Buddhist. No, <laughs> um, I wish I was Buddhist. I don't really know your whole like deal. What was your like thing growing up? My thing growing up was nothing. My my family, my dad was not religious at all, um, and my mom grew up Buddhist, was not religious at all, and then you guys just did Christmas. We did, yeah. Oh, that's all we did. No Easter. No. Like, we would do the Easter egg hunt or whatever, okay. like, okay. and have brunch in the city and stuff. Would but you do, like, the re- like the things that are considered religious on Easter or Christmas? No. No. Okay. No. Okay. no. No, 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 <laughs> no. And then, for some odd reason, I really wanted to experience church, and this was around seventh grade, and my neighbors went to this Episcopalian church, which was the same church my dad used to go to when he was growing up. Mm. And my well, mom, same religion. <clears throat> right. Because your dad's... Same religion, yeah. sorry. Not same church. So, like, for an entire year, like, I went to that church. And it was, a, it was okay. Um, the kids were very clicky. Mm. Ew. 
Um, Especially if you come that late. And I like Sunday school, actually. Um, And then Damon, my neighbor um, whose mom went to this church, did not like going did not like the sermons thought they were so boring so so boring you like get up and leave and i'm like this is like so awkward can you just like pretend he would get up and leave during the middle of the service yeah were they long what? sermons like no he would just walk down the middle of the aisle out the church no like off the side and out the side door to like go to the bathroom yeah okay i'm like so i would i'm just like, and then, like i would like have to like go after like go after him and his mom would go after him too it's like what are you doing like it's so boring and i'm like i'm like okay like I know it is, but like... What did you like? So you liked the Sunday school part? I like the Sunday school part, and I just sometimes like the sermons too. So yeah, like, David <laughs> made it like super awkward, and I'm like, David, like, can you just like suck it up? You're like, be a friend. <laughs> like, it's really awkward, because like, I keep coming to this, and we, you and I are friends, so like, if you leave, like, who am I going to talk to? Right. God. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, did you like God. believe or like were you into the the God part? Or I just, believed like, the church in part? God, but I didn't like the church part mm-hmm. at all. And then I didn't believe in the church part. Also, what was really frustrating as a kid was like trying to find the songs and the hymns and like the different like it was just. Oh, awful. you have to be you have to be ready. You have to yeah. look ahead. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. My dad's like a master. Like bookmarks. Oh, the next we one. Did like, look ahead. Like you knew it was coming. In the yeah, in we the pamphlets. Pamphlets. Oh, we did not. Oh. Ours was like a call out. Like the old song director would be like, turn to page 197, and then you're all like so flipping through the book. And that's way better for the environment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. we have the pamphlet, and you have like all the songs, and then you just Me and Damon did that. mark it. And then we would still I, I would love still the songs. Up. That's what I like miss about church. Like, I love Lord of the Dance. Such a good hymn. It's basically like, do you guys know that one? Mm-mm. No. It's like an Irish drinking, it's totally an Irish drinking song. They just like reskin to be about Jesus. I danced in the morning when the world was begun. And I danced in the moon and the stars and the sun. And I came down from heaven and I danced on the earth at Bethlehem. I had my birth. Dance them wherever you may be, for I am the Lord of the dancing. Um. Yeah. I mean, my mom would take me to temple sometimes. Really? Yeah. But I wish she took me to that more. But I never really asked, and she never really did. And and it felt weird asking because I didn't know Thai. And they would speak Thai at the temple, obviously. Hmm. And, like... I remember, like, giving an offering to a monk, and, like, you can't touch monks. Like, you can't, even when you're just handing something, or, like, just, like, brush. Mm. Yeah, can't do it. So you have to put it, like, on a cloth, and then they, like, pull it towards them. Mm. So, um, that was interesting to learn, but, like, for me, (laughs) this is gonna be, like, really weird. Like, I would talk to God a lot as a kid, Mm -hmm. and it would usually be in the bathroom, as I'm going to the bathroom. As you're going to the bathroom? I'm just sitting there, like... Yeah, so God, like, and just have, like, this conversation to myself, kind of, but I'm, like, putting God's name in it. Like, I would just, yeah. talking out loud, it's really strange, but that's what I would do as I think kid. I would feel, like, disrespectful or something. I don't know, I would just, like, come Moving from... Yeah, I would yeah. be like, this is an appropriate time. I mean, and I wasn't really praying, I was just, like, talking to him yeah. about yeah. my life or something, and, like talking things out to some like to him like yeah Yeah. well how did you feel when ariana grande told you that it's actually a woman uh i felt great all right (laughs) (laughs) so do you still do that the poop and pray 
<laughs> I don't. You're like, I'm too busy vomiting at the same time. It's, it's, as I've gotten older, it's changed into, like, the universe. I do believe, mm, like, it's a, that's such there's a, thing a higher now. power because there... So, like, science can be involved in so many things, but there's so much of it we don't know. Mm-hmm. And I do believe there's, like, an afterlife, and I do believe in ghosts and, like, aliens and all that. And it's just, like, there's there's so many stupid coincidences that doesn't, like, make sense for me not to, like, believe that there's a higher being. Yeah. And, like, I mean, a man or a woman or whatever, but there is someone, like, watching us, I feel like, or something. Yeah. yeah. I pray to Zeus. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, of course you do. No, that's what kind of holds it together a little bit for me, too, is, like, because I've, you know, I'm kind of like, I don't know, is God a thing or not? But for me, it's, like, A, easier to just say that there is, because you get all the benefits. Um, <laughs> what what the like, like, I really like prayer. Like, I, I've been doing it again recently, but mm. I like it, and just, like, focusing your thoughts and, like, being quiet and, like, asking for, like, strength and just asking for kind of, like, support. Like, I really mm-hmm. like that. And then, like, though, yeah, the weird occurrences kind of, like, bolsters it for me. Like, when I was in seventh grade, Marika knows the story, but, like, I was work... No, eighth grade. I had my first job. Uh-huh. I was working in my neighbor's basement where they shipped comics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I only had one coworker with me. He's at the far end of the room to my right. I'm, like, pulling invoices and, like, doing the orders and stuff. And then... I feel a hand like clamped down on my left shoulder. So I look to my left and it's just like boxes. And then I look to my right to see, was it my coworker? But he's all the way at the end of the room. That's so weird. And I'm just like, I don't know what that was, but it happened. <laughs> so I'm like, if stuff like that can happen, who knows what's like out there. So right. sure, yeah. you might as well just assume that it's all happening. Yeah. Somewhere. What I think so much of like where religion gets it wrong is that people are always trying to explain that stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, there's, like, we can't just be okay with, like, there's something out there that is watching over us Mm -hmm. and um, that there is some plan to our lives and some purpose. They have to, like, know exactly, like, what, they they try to define all of it. Yeah. That's a good point. Almost, like, so that they can own it. Mm -hmm. Like, if I can, like, hold on to this, then I can tell you how it's going to be. Same thing with science, too. Like, with atheists and stuff like that. Like, my roommate, Adam, like, he's like, there's no way there's a higher being. And, like, I'm like, do you not, like, hear yourself? Because, like, there's so many things that have not been proven by science, but they're there. They're out there. Like, for example, like, bumblebees. They still don't know, like, how they are be Like, they're supporting their body weight by flying. Like, they Wait, don't know. So, I went to SCAD, and the SCAD mascot is a bee. It's it's Art the Bee, because it's an art school. Um, and they were like, just like we don't know how a bee can fly, they said it was impossible that there could be an art school in the South. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that's the logic. Yeah, that's definitely the same thing. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, so it's like there's so many things, and like we've explored the moon, but we haven't explored like their deepest parts of our ocean, and like. Uh, I you know what's at the bottom of the ocean? Hmm. A plastic water bottle. <laughs> oh, I bet. With a turtle inside of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Speaking of like afterlife. What do you think happens after you die? I don't know. The afterlife is hard for me to believe in. Mm. I like. I think like I t- 
I believe in God and all that stuff, but for some reason it's hard for me to wrap my head around the afterlife. I think because it just like seems so impossible. Yeah. But it's like also. But the- also so inevitable. Isn't that the crazy thing? Like, when you really think about it, like, it's going like it's going to happen to all of us. Like yeah. whatever it is that's at the end or like after the end, like we're not. No, nobody's going to escape it. I think that's what is so intriguing to me about the whole thing is that. It's like the big question that we're all going to answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But nobody knows what the answer is now. And like no one's like reporting back. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's not not in a way that's like super reliable. Like you can have a hand on your shoulder, like in yeah. someone's basement, but that doesn't prove. Well my mom had like dreams and stuff after yeah. my mom died. And I had dreams after my uncle died and stuff like that, but it's like it's not reliable. Right. But right. because our logic tells us that it's not reliable. Right. Well, what do you think? Wait, but what happens? about the other way? What do you mean? That, you Before you're born. <laughs> What's that thing? Yeah, like, where Yeah, where are you then? I don't know. I think that, like, um, there was the heaven that I had always been told about as a kid, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then when my sister died, there was, like, the heaven that my sister was in. Oh. And then it was, like, heaven was, like, a real place. Like, it, it oh. became, like, this sort of, like, place that I had seen, like, in illustrations or mm-hmm. kind of in my own mm-hmm. imagination. Mm-hmm. And then, like, suddenly when you lose somebody... Um, and maybe it's just like losing someone as a kid when your imagination is still you know, right. very active. Like suddenly like heaven became like a real place because yeah. that's where my sister Those was. Interesting. And so for me, I, th- I choose to believe that, that there's an afterlife. Like I choose to believe that I will see my sister again and like, you know, other people who I've lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I don't, then I don't think that, you know, like... I don't know that I'm going to, like, remember this moment when I said, right. you know, whatever. It's going to be what it's going to be. Yeah. But here, as I live and breathe, I I choose to believe that that, that is all. There is a place where people are reunited. And it's, like, a lot better than this, like, kind of shit world that we're living in now. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for me, like, you know, I'm really a big believer of energy can't be created or destroyed. So, like, our bodies decompose, yada, yada, yada. And I believe everyone has a soul, so that's an energy. So that goes somewhere. I don't know if it's, like, sometimes reincarnated, because I kind of believe in that. Or I also believe in mediums sometimes. So, like, they talk about, you know, people that passed away and stuff. So I'm like, there is a place. Don't know what that path is. But I just feel like your soul does, like, travel somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Really, like, Christianity is should be so simple because Mm -hmm. it's all about like loving God and loving each other and not being caught up in all the trappings of the world. And I think the church has just convoluted all of that. And now we're building these massive mega churches. CCC. Right. That that, like appeal to like the materialistic side of humanity. And they're not beautiful. No offense to Christ. Right. They're just, they're compounds. Yeah. Um, and, and the church, like, as it was in the New Testament, was just, like, people getting together in each other's houses and just talking about how cool Jesus was and how, like, what they can do to, like, take care of the people in their community. Mm-hmm. And I think that is exactly what the church was intended to be. Mm-hmm. And I think if that's what the church were right now, there would be a lot more people who say they believe in God. Right. Or that they are, mm-hmm. that they're believers. Um, I think the church has kind of um, screwed itself over. Um, yeah. by trying to be just uh, by trying to dictate people's lives by forgetting that it really is all about just 
loving each other and taking care of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not about fighting against two men who want to spend their lives with each other or fighting to tell women what they can do with their bodies. You know, thank you. It's all about <laughs> like, and that's what the church has become. It's become a, yeah. a political kind of bulldozer. And yeah, it has, it has nothing it really to do has. with God. Yeah, it's really. nothing to do with God. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Well, I was going to ask what we learned today, but I feel like James just summed it up. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh my God, thank you. Um, yes. Do we have questions? So, we have a question from somebody that we don't know. Question. So, I met a guy on Scruff about a year ago. We've kept in contact off and on since then, very much on over recent times. Mm-hmm. I'm completely into him. It might be ridiculous. He and his ex ended things fairly recently, and I believe he's still getting over it. He knows I'm very interested, and he says he's emotionally unavailable. <gasps> Marika, that's your specialty. That's my specialty! Um, even though we talk very consistently. Mm-hmm. I don't have a ton of friends, and he knows that as well. I'm lost on my thoughts of him and this situation, to be honest. I don't know if I could be his type physically, and I just don't know if he could really have any interest in me aside from being present as a friend. Mm. Help. Yeah, I would honestly, this is what I would strive to do, but don't do, is back the fuck off, okay? Back the fuck off. You gotta make them want you more, okay? Don't be too emotional. If they say, like, I miss you, be like, same. Okay? One word answers, all right? This is a very Marika tactic. <laughs> okay? Like that the is the, of the key. Game here. <laughs> it is. It is a game. Until you have them as your boyfriend, that's when you, like, even then, okay? Just don't show all your cards. Like, he knows that you are into him. That's it. Good. Awesome. I mean, you kind of revealed maybe too much. But don't text him. If he asks you out, be like, oh, yeah, cool. And then... You know, kind of maybe a few days before the date, be like, uh, after something really came up. Marika, you are jumping ahead. You are jumping ahead, and that's a shitty thing to do. I would say. I'm sorry. I'm just saying it because I got hurt so many times with people who are emotionally unavailable, and I was always available for them. As soon as like I felt like I was getting more attached, everything changed. Gotta like be indifferent. He already knows (laughs) I'm into him. James, you have counter advice on this. (laughs) Um, I mean that. That is definitely one approach. <laughs> I would say, like, if if the guy has said he is emotionally unavailable, he's unavailable. Yeah. yeah. Like, if someone tells you they're unavailable, believe them. And if you're still interested in pursuing a relationship someday, then just be very upfront and say, like, hey, um, I understand that you're just getting out of a relationship. I don't want to rush your process of dealing with that but I just want you to know that like I I like you and if somewhere down the road you want to grab a drink or you want to mm-hmm. whatever like I'm open to that um, but I want to give you your space and like let you deal with what you're dealing through with, see that's great also with. yeah it seems like the right advice I don't right. I, like I don't know I, I just think that like I like I understand where you're coming from like yeah. like you're really talking about like guarding yourself yeah um, which you can you can do, but like you have to be vulnerable if a relationship is gonna work. For sure, but I think like guarding myself in a way of like, are what effort are they bringing into the relationship before right. I can like give a little bit? Sure. Because like in the past for me, like I have, and they just like don't. 
You want to ensure that there's a mutual level of respect. Yeah. I, I think in some ways we're like kind of saying the same thing. It's basically like don't chase people. Yeah, don't chase people. Yeah, like if Yeah, they'll make they'll They'll come to you. Exactly. Listen to thank you next and just like get to know you and like yeah. get on the elliptical. Um Yes. Don't get We have to do successes of the week. Ooh. Do I get to go first? Yeah. With my success? Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh yesterday my boyfriend and I went to a holiday party and we decided at like nine AM that we were going to make cream puffs. What time is the party? Uh the party's at like nine PM. Oh okay. okay. Eight, eight PM or whatever. Okay. So we had like all day to make cream puffs. Mm -hmm. Uh we had a French cookbook that we tried to follow along. So it's kind of a failure and a success. You had we, not made them before ever. No. Okay. Totally messed them up the first time. Okay. Um, they were all wrong. And then we... Like uh, deflated? They were hard, hard cookies. Like, okay. they were, like, burnt sugar cookies. Okay. And they were supposed to be puffs, right? Yeah. Right. Um, it was really funny. And then, like, six, seven hours later, we, we finally found the right recipe. And we made these really delicious cream puffs that, like, everybody at the party was like raving about yay so it was like and you guys were like if you only knew yeah like if, <laughs> but we were like exhausted at the party because we were on our feet in our kitchen all day making cream puffs Shit. that's cute that's yeah. so cute uh, that's i want a boyfriend make i know cute shit <laughs> with <laughs> no. we had matching aprons and everything ah, oh shut God. up the worst my success was on monday i went to salvation army to i thrifted my entire holiday outfit basically okay so I found like a cool belt and I found this cool 80s plaid shirt and then I was like leaving and then there was this like beautiful, well you saw it, I don't know if you think it's beautiful, but this like West Elm chair Oh, I love that at chair. Salvation Army and I was like, this is what fits perfect. Like yes. fits my, my aesthetic perfectly in my living room. And I was like, but I biked here from work. I'm <laughs> off the grand blue line stop. I don't think I can take this in the train. Mm -hmm. Like what do I do? So I called my friend Ari. So she drove down. The chair does not fit in her car. Oh no. So I was like, okay, I guess. And the rule at Salvation Army is you have 24 hours to pick it up. Okay. And then after 24 hours, they charge you $10 three days in a row. And then it's theirs again, but you don't get your money back. Oh, oh. what? Thanks Christian thrift store. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, well, let's just carry it back in the store and I'll figure out tomorrow how to get it. But then this man is like, are you trying to buy that chair? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, come in my car. Like, I have a big car and I will just drive you to where you need to go. And I was like, okay. And like, Ari was really suspicious. She was like, I'm going to follow you. And if anything happens, like, I'm like, he's like a, he's like my dad's age. Like, he was like this cute man. Mm. So we put Let it, me. his name was Hamid. We put it in his giant ass car. We went to the other Salvation Army because he needed to pick up a lamp. And he was okay. like, he's like, you can help me pick up the lamp, which he did not need my help. He was just being now nice. Now your boyfriend. Yeah. He was Tunisian. Did you lamp? He, <laughs> <laughs> no. He was like, he, the first thing he said, he was like, I just love furniture. I love furniture. He's like, this is like, let me help you get this home. So I rode with him in his car and he ended up being Moroccan and we spoke French in the car. Oh and my like, God. That's, That's so cute. Yeah. It was. And then he like dropped me off at my place and then Ari had driven there to like meet me there. Cause she drove with my bike actually, which I was like, you don't have to do that. But she mm -hmm. drove my bike home and yeah, it was just so like, it was like the kindness of strangers, yeah. you know, like when does yeah. that happen? Um, thank God you didn't die. Marika. <laughs> so this is kind of an old one, but I'm, it's recently happening again. So I'm on... I'm actively using Hinge. Me too. So I kind of took a little hiatus. Oh wait, do you know what, what is Hinge? Hinge? I, oh, okay. I'm so out of the app. game. It's, it's a date. 
It's a dating app. No, you can be gay on it. Okay, you can be gay. You can be gay. Sorry, you're gay. Duh. Um, and then to match with somebody, you like one of the things in their profile. You either like a photo or you like one of the, the answers, yeah. and then you can say even why you liked it. Like, yeah. It helps you start the conversation that okay. way. Yeah. So I'm like actively <laughs> using it, and I'm, I'm actually like before. I'm just gonna like this, like this, and now I'm like kind of like I'm still doing that occasional, like you know, most of the time. But doing what? Liking, just liking, not commenting. Yeah. Okay. So. Because on Hinge, you can comment when you you like a yeah. specific part of the profile, and you can comment as part of it to kind of yeah. get the conversation started. So, I now am commenting more than I did before. Mm-hmm. There's this guy <laughs> who like crickets. basically have like. A really great profile, and he had, was raising, like, a baby, like, gosling. Like, sorry, I don't know why I said baby, but it was a gosling, so a baby goose. And it was so cute, and I commented about it, like, what happened to the gosling? Like, what happened? He doesn't respond. But we matched, and didn't respond. Damn. He sounded, he was so cute. And now I lost him, I don't know. Like, it's hidden after 14 days. I'm like, God damn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're trying. Yeah, I am too. And so. praying. Um, <laughs> on the toilet. On the toilet. <laughs> on the toilet. You guys, that's our episode. Yay! Um, you guys, we asked you to do stuff at the end of the episode, but I think this month... You know what? Just, just share it. Just share the podcast with just somebody. Just share it with somebody. We got that just... amazing email from our friend's friend. We didn't know who that was. Yay! And we love that. So We love that. Um, please Loves share it. our podcast. Um, we'll talk to you guys later. Next week. Um, bye, scabies. Bye. Goslings. Bye. Oh, bye, goslings. Wait, that's so cute. Bye, goslings. Baby animals. James, it's really hot, you guys.